Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is John Van Lunen, and you are listening to Treasures of the Outer Banks, episode 28. In this episode, I talked to an old friend, Leroy Heisen. Leroy and I went to high school together at Northwood in Silver Spring, Maryland. And the funny thing I was thinking back is that uh, in the 10th grade, I made the JV basketball team, and Leroy was the manager. In retrospect, I should have been the manager and Leroy should have been on the JV basketball team because I was a horrible basketball player and I stopped playing competitive basketball after that year in the 10th grade on JV. Leroy, on the other hand, became a really good high school basketball player and helped out the varsity uh, a few years down the road there. So kind of ironic how things work out, but that's the way it is. Anyway, I was following Leroy on Facebook and he was up in Montgomery County, Maryland, doing his thing with teaching and this, that, and the other thing, fishing. And then I saw on Facebook, he was moving to the Outer Banks. And I was kind of excited about this because not that we were super close, but I always liked Leroy, a super nice guy. And I was excited to have a you know familiar face on the Outer Banks. And I had been here about 25 years. So anyway, he moves down here. And I wish I could tell you uh, some great stories that we go fishing together every day and we're hanging out at the karaoke bar every night. But not so. I'm I'm busy with my things. He's busy with his things, but it's still great to sit down and catch up with him. And I really wanted to talk to him about fishing on the Outer Banks. So, you know, he was very active in fishing up in Maryland, probably more so now that he's down in the Outer Banks and he's surrounded by water on both sides and he can go pretty much wherever he wants. And he's definitely having a lot of fun and it was great to catch up with him. We talk about a lot of things like fishing and the community and relocating to the Outer Banks and what that's been like and how special that's been for him. I think the the big lesson that I took away from talking to him was that um, he puts the social in social media. And if you are new to a community, I tell you what, you ought to do what Leroy did. And that is create a Facebook group page and just start posting on it and getting your face out there and interacting and drawing people in because now he just is part of this huge community most of it on the Outer Banks, but obviously on the internet, it could be from anywhere. But he has just created a, a lot of friends and stuff. I mean, he's been here, what, a year and a half? And he he knows everybody. So it's been very cool for me to watch that from across town and, and seeing how much he's enjoying it and, and doing well. So it was great catching up with him. We do briefly bring up a, a company called Vicarious Fishing. Uh, that is run by a friend of mine, Dave Seibert, who is on our coaching staff for First Flight Lacrosse. And he specializes in spearfishing charter trips. Uh, if you want to look that up, uh, he can definitely get you going in that direction. Very cool. But there's actually a lot of things we could probably touch upon, but we didn't. But we still had a great time sitting down and catching up. And I think you will enjoy this. So sit back and relax. So I saw you, I think it was back around the summertime in the grocery store, and you said the funniest thing to me. You said, I am fully assimilated. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's it. You are all in. All in. You moved to the Outer Banks. Um, Did you come visit here much at all? How many times have you come to the Outer Banks before you moved in here? I've, I've come to the Outer Banks exactly zero times. That's crazy. Zero times. I didn't know about it. The only thing I knew about the Outer Banks was the little OBX symbol yeah. on people's windshields <laughs> back in Maryland. And I didn't know what that meant. I'm like, what is that? What is that? So so uh, who sold you on this? So my wife, she, she does all of our planning for vacations and everything. And we had a, a 
planned to go to Florida, and that got canceled. And she, she, she asked me, you know, what about going to the Outer Banks? I'm like, okay. I knew it was something about, I, I've heard the, the term nags head from my uncle with fishing. So I'm all in. I'm like, sure, let's do that. So we get here, we get to the Airbnb, and we were, the Airbnb was a little little shack. And the the advertisement was a fisherman's paradise. <laughs> You, you can, fell right into the trap. You can you can bring your boat. I'm like, okay, I can bring the boat. So I had my my boat's called Little Low, and so she said you can bring your boat. So we 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 got here and traveled here. Had no clue. Yeah. In this little shack, and we met. Um, ah, I got shivers thinking about it. <laughs> so we, we I have my boat and we and we pull up to the to the marina where the, the area is it's in Collington Collington Harbor. Okay. And we pull into the marina with the boat, and we we see uh, this couple, and they're, you know, throwing uh, the, the 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 dog fetching the dog is fetching basically, yeah. and um, me I like to talk to everybody, so I introduce myself and let them know that hey you know we're in, just visiting and just get, getting our boat in, and the people here are so nice. Yeah, this couple. I'm going to tell them that Jen and Mike, we're best friends right now. <laughs> so Jen and Mike, they, we got introduced to them, and they, they were just so warm and welcoming. And that's what we found. Everyone was so nice. Yeah. So we get here, and the rest is history. It's basically, we were here for like, I think, five days. Right. It rained two days. I went fishing pretty much every day yeah. um, that I could on my boat. And I met another gentleman, his name was Steven. And this dude, he's a fisherman, and he, he actually let me know some spots to go to. And, I, and my wife caught a big puppy drum. Yeah. She was hooked. <laughs> <laughs> I was hooked. And so, long story short, it started to rain one night. We're playing cards or something. We both looked at each other, and it was, uh, this, is, <laughs> this is where we, we want to live. Wow. Just like Just that. like that. Just like that. And then on the way home, she's like, okay, I'm ready to sell the house. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you thought maybe she was bluffing. <laughs> it's not it, a bluff. It was like a cartoon in my head. went like boom, boom, boom. And, and I, all right, I made phone calls in my head already. And yeah. long story short, we ended up getting a house on the exact same street wow. that we um, did the Airbnb right across the street. I'm talking... Like I can see the mailbox. Yeah. And um, it's been heaven. That's amazing. It's, it's been heaven. And you're in Collington Harbor now? Yes, sir. Yep, yeah. right on the water. Yes. Nice. Yeah. That's a very cool boating community, too. I mean, oh, yeah. just everybody's got a boat. Mm. Everybody back there. It's beautiful. So cool. We're friends on Facebook for a while, and I know you were living up in Montgomery County, and, and uh, you were doing a lot of fishing up there. I mean, while you were living in Montgomery County, right? Correct. Did you have to drive a little bit further? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you how much gas I spent. So, so I'm, I'm traditionally a bass fisherman. Okay. And I grew up uh, fishing for bass and, and, and perch and, and crappie and um, doing a little bit salt water with my uncle yeah. and my cousin. And then um, I stopped fishing for a while and I got back into it. And what happened is someone introduced me to snakehead fishing. Oh, yeah. And I ended up going to the eastern shore because the northern snakehead is an is a invasive species. Right. 
And so it's in the Potomac a lot too, right? It's, oh yeah, oh yeah. And I have, I've never caught him in the Potomac. And okay. there are a lot of the, all the tributaries into the Chesapeake Bay. Right. You're gonna find the, that snakehead fish. Yeah. And so, you know, the um, was it was it uh, Maryland uh, Wildlife um, Resource or something? Yeah, Maryland Resource Department of Resources. Right. They they natural resources. They were trying to get them out of the the systems. Right. They can't do it. It's too many. Right. You know they. And so one theory is, let's overfish them. Yeah. It's worked a, with other species. Exactly. Let's, let's try with a snake so, fish. So, there, I mean, so we, I, I, was, I was going two or three times a week yeah. down to the eastern shore, like two-hour drive in Cambridge to Blackwaters to yeah, yeah, fish yeah. with a snakehead. And it's, there's no fish like that bite. Bass, <laughs> I, I would catch a five-pound bass and go, oh, it's a five-pound bass. And it, yeah, there is, as I recall, they're ugly and just vicious, nasty fish, and they'll wipe out the other species. That's what that's what they say, okay. you know. And and there's a big debate. On one hand, they're gonna they're gonna because they live in the, the muckiest of muck uh, okay. water. They can live in two, three, four inches of water. Yeah, um, not a lot of oxygen, but they go to the spawning grounds of of our pan panfish. And so they're wiping, you know, they're supposedly wiping them out. Okay. You know, and they, they spawn three to five times a year. So there's a multiple a multitude of, of the fish around. But um, for me, I'm okay with the with them. Cause and, you, and you eat them and everything. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. The filet is delicious. Is that right? Yeah, definitely. Nice. So you, you relocate to the Outer Banks and <laughs> you pick up right where you left off and you start fishing. I'm sure there was a little bit of a learning curve, but what what has been your favorite discoveries with OBX fishing so far? Um, for me, well, being on the sound and knowing that the water's so shallow. Yeah. I've never been somewhere where a vast amount of water is five to six feet deep. Yeah. And you can catch all kinds of species. Yeah. Like on the back of my... Um, on my dock, I remember the, that first, I think it was October or something like that, I caught seven different species right off the back of my dock. Wow. <laughs> and I, 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 I couldn't imagine it. And so that, that's that been been huge. Um, and the people, yeah, the fishermen. And, and what I noticed is that if the, the local fishermen here see that you are a fisherman and not just someone looking for a spot, right. they will bend over backwards to help you right you know in your journey and that's what's that's what's happened to me um so even before i came here i started a, a youtube channel yeah. uh, called ob <laughs> obx surfing sound fishing um obx surfing sound fishing youtube channel and that was just for me to start the journey it's before i even moved here so yeah. I'm, I'm making um what did i make a uh a, a bait launcher which is illegal. I didn't know it at the time. <laughs> so I, I'm calling. I'm calling everyone. Hey, can I bring my bait launcher? And I'm you know launch off the beach. My bait. Uh, no sir. It's like a, a projectile. You you. It's, not, it's illegal in North Carolina. You can't do that. I'm like oh, okay. So I, I made a bait launcher. I'm making. What's your name again? Bring on in. But uh, yeah. So um, I started it, and we now have well my Facebook, my YouTube channel has about 200 um, subscribers. Right, you know, I'm still new to it. Right, and then I have a Facebook page, same name, and that has blown up. Say that name again. Um, OBX Surf and Sound Fishing. Gotcha. Yeah, and I, I, did, I have another one called OBX Kids Family Fun Fishing. It's a runoff from the one that I had in Maryland. Um, OBX uh, Snakehead Kids, <laughs> <laughs> Snakehead Kids Family Fun Fishing. But 
Um, the Facebook page has been good. It's, it's, it's more so for to educate people yeah. about the surf and sound and pure fishing. Um, I do tips and tricks. Um, I let people see my journey. And what's funny is I've, I've met so many people that have seen me on the street or on a pier or on a dock. <laughs> hey, aren't you Leroy? I'm like, yeah, I'm Leroy. <laughs> oh, man, thank you so much. And a couple of the ladies have come to me. Um, and I said, you don't know, but I watch your channel all the time, your page all the time. And I learn something every single time that I, and I, and I'm done. I'm like, okay, this is it, you know, <laughs> right. 33 years of teaching. I'm still teaching. I right. love it. Right. Know? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. And, and you just to back up a little bit, you used to be a PE teacher. Well, no, I, I taught elementary and then oh, I taught, you? I taught eight years, uh, sixth grade science. Why did I think yeah. you were a PE, PE teacher? I don't know why. Probably yeah. loving sports all the time. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I did elementary for a long time. Um, in all in Montgomery County? Montgomery County. Yeah. 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 Which is where we grew up. We went to high school together in Silver Spring. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, that's 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 great that you're getting that kind of pull. 6,500 people on your Facebook group page. I mean, almost. Yeah. 62. Holy smokes. Yeah. That yeah. is amazing. Yeah. And, uh, and I will say you're always posting videos and fun stuff like that. And, and yeah, it, some of it's educational and some of it's just sharing the experience. I get it. It's very cool. Yeah. So, uh, again, keeping it kind of local, what do you, you like to eat your catch. And that's another thing. You, you might see Leroy uh, cooking <laughs> up his latest catch, uh, showing it off. Of, uh, what's your favorite local catch to eat and how do you prepare it? Ooh, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> All right, you guys listen closely because this All is right. a good one. This is a good one. So recently, I've been catching um, a black drum. Okay. And a lot of people catch the real big ones. Right. And they call them big uglies. But 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 I, I prefer catching uh, the ones you can keep <laughs> and, yeah. and, and take home. So anywhere from 15 to maybe 20 inches, I like to keep that. And Do they still have that black and white stripe on them? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And they sometimes, and I even, like remember, I'm still new to this. I used to think that the black drum was a sheep's head fish. Right. And the sheep's head was a black drum until I figured it out. Okay. But um, <laughs> so for preparation, what I do now, and my wife likes it, I like it. I get some egg, put it in a bowl, maybe two eggs, whip it up, whip it up, and I scale the black drum. And fillet them and leave the skin on the side. Leave okay. the skin on. Uh, score the skin, mm -hmm. you know, and then uh, may add a little bit of seasoning in it, not that much, and like salt, pepper, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Then I dump that all into the egg. Just dump it in the egg. Then in a separate pan, I put, it's called panko yep. seasoned. It's okay. called panko seasoned. Panko is very popular around here. And I didn't, but this one's seasoned? I've never had it. Okay. And so, because uh, my canal neighbor, she said, yeah. I put mine in panko and it was delicious. I'm like, panko, what is that? You know, so I went to, went to Publix, got some panko. Yeah. Man, spread it in the bottom of the pan, put the fillets in the panko, and just pat it down, and then uh, turn it over and put it on both sides. And on the black stone... Mm. Take two, <laughs> two or three minutes per side. A little bit of oil in there. Uh, olive oil, olive oil. I, I actually sprinkle olive oil on the on the on the, on the um, top side and bottom side, but a little bit of oil on the blackstone. You don't need to deep fry or nothing like that. Gotcha. Perfect. Nice. Mm, that's good. <laughs> I think I know what I'm going to eat tonight. Okay. <laughs> Sorry to get you going there. Um, excellent. So, is there a local seafood or catch that you just refuse to eat? Refuse? <laughs> uh, I don't oysters. 
Same here. My 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 wife loves raw, raw oysters. She down. loves them. Slurps them down. I'll, no, I'll use them now, for bait. Now me. roasted, I'll, I'll eat a roasted oyster. Yeah. Right. Just yeah, from Cap Georgia's steamed or something like that. Yeah, but yeah. but not. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah, but as far as fish, I'm eating skate. I'm eating <laughs> dogfish. I'm eating the, the red drum, speckled trout, black drum, puffer, puffer, puffer. I have not got the chicken <laughs> of the sea yet. I've I've not eaten it. I clean one and then. I chickened out, <laughs> right, and didn't didn't eat it. And 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 why Leroy is saying that is because they do it uh, can be poisonous if you eat them or you uh, prepare them wrong. Yeah, I think there's a, a gland or something inside of them, but I'm not sure if the northern the, that I think it's called a northern puffer. There's two types, from what I understand. No, I don't know. Oh yeah, I think there's two types, and I think the one that that we primarily catch here is not poisonous. Okay. I think. I'm, I think. I make sure you preface that. You first. Okay. Yeah, there you go. You try. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, any wish lists for local fishing? I mean, it's something you're kind of dying to do? Yes. I, I have not caught a cobia fish. Okay. Yeah. Me, I, me neither. I, I want to catch a cobia, and I, I want to understand their, their habitat, their migration, and for me, all of this fishing stuff is, is more of me. I want to learn, you know, what are the fish thinking? And so my wish list would be to um, learn how to catch cobia, but also the other species and know why they're in certain places at certain times. Right. You know, the weather patterns, the moon. I mean, I've learned so much from the, the fishermen here about the moon cycle. You know, when it's a yeah. full moon, when it's uh, um, different tides. And and the local fishermen are are invaluable. Just just yeah. And if they know that you want to learn, they just give you the information. And and I'm I'm, I'm on YouTube all the time. Right. But um, as far as the wish list, I want to catch a cobia. Um. I would like to experience the the, the the tuna fishing at least once in my life. Yeah, it's pretty cool. At That's, least at least once. I've done a couple of charters and it's fun. <laughs> Go out for the whole day, bring a ton of food, bring your buddies, and hopefully bring back some tuna. Mm. And uh, um, wahoo, oh my gosh, oh. wahoo is so good. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's so much to learn. I can't, <laughs> wait. can't wait. But yeah, I mean, I guess another wish list would be, and this is recent, I, I think I want to be a captain. Yeah. You know, I want to, I want to go ahead and, and get study, the get the license. captain's license, six-pack yep. license, and, and yep. share what I know to other people and take them out. Yeah, that'd be that'd be awesome. So if you and just this is to inform the listeners, if you want to be a charter captain, if you want to be any kind of captain for hire, where people pay you to drive a boat for them, you have to have a U.S. Coast Guard captain's license. It's commonly called a six pack, and that means that you can only carry up to six customers or six, yeah, six people on your boat. Um, and that's what a lot of the fishing charters do down here on the Outer Banks. If if you want to go on a fishing charter, up to six people. Never more than that, um, and and yeah, it's. Uh, I, I used to have my license. I let it expire. It's not that terribly, terribly hard to get, but once you got it, it's kind of cool. You yeah, know? yeah. I, I can't. I can't wait. I, I think I want to do it. <laughs> you got to go back to school for a little bit, but it's learning something that I want to know about. So it's, yeah, yeah. You can learn about it. And and you'll find you know when I when I was doing the coursework, I realized oh I already knew that I already knew that you uh, know when you've been yeah. here a while and you've been on boats for a while it's like. Some of it, you know, did sink in at some point in time. Exactly. You know? <laughs> so that's that's great. Um, so I, I've been living here about uh, 24 years now, 25 years now. Mm. And um, 
I've basically fished just about every way you can fish in a kayak, on a boat, in the sound, trolling, uh, you know, surf fishing, offshore fishing, inshore fishing. But the one thing I haven't done is spear fishing. Ooh. Any any urge to do any Ooh. spear fishing? Oh yeah, all of it. Really? All of it. I, See, if... I'm a chicken, you know what? And <laughs> I'm the chicken of the sea. <laughs> and, and being, at, you know, being at the bottom of the food chain instead of the top of the food chain. <laughs> right, right. Well, I know when I when I go to uh, Bonner Bridge, I think yeah. it's, it's Bonner's Bridge. I've seen a couple guys out there spear fishing, and they were close. They weren't that far, and they, they came up with like. Four sheep's head. I'm like, oh, you slay You slay every every person I've met who has spearfished just slays. It. It's almost not fair. Yeah, you're just going down right at their level. You're just creeping up right on top of them. Oh my goodness! And I mean, just slay them. And the coolest uh, story I may have is we decided to take my parish sailboat offshore. Uh, it was after the season. We before we winterized it. We said me and a couple friends that we, we all worked together at the business said. Let's just take the parasail boat offshore. So there's a, a tower owned by the government. It used to be an observation tower. It's just it's just a tower now. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's about eight miles offshore, I think. I think. And uh, you go out Oregon Inlet, set a bearing, and you're going to see it. After, after three or four miles, you can't help but see it. Because right. it sits 40 feet above wow. the water. Wow. I mean, that's, it's four stories, probably. Three or four stories. And so you see it. And uh, sure, I go out there, and there's two boats. Mm-hmm already out there, you know, fishing or something. And I know the guy that owns one of the boats. <laughs> That's the Outer Banks, right? It's right, like, right. If, if you're going to be in the middle of the ocean, you know, yeah. oh, I know that guy. Exactly. And, uh, and he was spearfishing the tower eight miles offshore. Um, it's structure. So fish yeah. love structure. Yeah. Exactly. And he's, he said, and we were trying to fish, we caught nothing, and he's slaying the fish. He's oh. like, He's like, they're looking at your stuff. They don't care. They, you know. mm, 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 the funny thing is, we were out there. We saw a six-foot shark. <laughs> yeah, bottom of the food chain. Okay. And I said, they, I said hey, uh, Charles, there's a shark over here. Just to let you know. He's like, okay, thanks. He didn't care. <laughs> he, was, he was apparently very used to it. But very cool. Uh, now, honestly, to me, that's a pretty radical uh, fishing trip to go eight miles to... Uh, uh, spearfish. Yeah, a lot of people do it right offshore. At some of the wrecks, there's mm. wrecks just. And I know some guys they'll, they'll literally swim. You know, maybe they'll t- they'll tow something behind them like a kayak or something. Or maybe they'll paddle a kayak, tie it up to the yeah. buoy, and they'll just dive right and there. Actually, that's what I want to do. Well, not dive, but <clears throat> there's a, I think it's called P Island. Yep. And I think there's a wreck or something somewhere near there. Yep. And someone was telling me that try there. I'm like. I just bought a kayak, so I'm not, I'm not a kayaker yet. You know, right. that, this year's the goal is to get the kayak out, and my wife and I just go sightseeing on the um, is it Pamlico Sound <clears throat> by Avon, I think it's called. Yes, to get on that side and just learn how to learn how to how to kayak out there. So yeah, it's so beautiful out there. So. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, I have a friend, and uh, he's one of our assistant coaches at First Flight Lacrosse, and he owns a charter boat called Vicarious Fishing. Um, and he takes people, they specialize in spearfishing. So it's, it's, it's a charter boat mostly for spearfishing. He will take people just charter fishing inshore and stuff uh-huh. like that, but he will go to wrecks and stuff like that. Do you have to be exper- experienced 
It, that's a loose determination. <laughs> <laughs> right, now, right. That being said, he does offer uh, underwater classes, instruction, oh, you know, yeah. where he, he'll, he'll take you in a controlled environment, like a pond or something. Okay. Like, okay, we're going to practice diving and, you know, here's oh. the safety things and here's, you know, the spear gun and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, he does that quite a bit. And wow. uh, I need to get him on the show because he's got a video. I think his captain was out by the tower and they saw a gigantic manta ray. And oh. they were swimming with the manta ray. And the manta ray's wingspan is about 10 feet long. You know? It's just amazing. So um, so he's, he's got some pretty cool stuff. And I'll, I'll share that information with you later. Because okay. he might be somebody you'd be interested in meeting and talking to. Um, so let's see. We're going to talk about... So you also have... I tell you what. You've definitely assimilated because you've you got the woodworking business going on. What's, <clears throat> what do you call the woodworking business? It's called Heisen's Fresh. Heisen's Fresh Woodworks. Excellent. And uh, which is a play off of Tyson's Fresh? No, no. no okay. No. Wasn't there Fresh. wasn't there Tyson <clears throat> chicken? <throat> no. Okay. No. Sorry. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> no. Tyson's Fresh. I guess it started because I, I used to I garden a lot back in Maryland, and I had a compost bin system set up, mm-hmm. and you know the food was fresh. So then I started making these little silly videos. This is Heisen's Fresh Tomatoes. <laughs> Heisen's Fresh this. Right. And then I'm like, wait a minute. Heisen's Fresh could be anything. And yeah. it's just my name and whatever, what I do. And so right at this point, Heisen's Fresh Woodworks just, is just me putting out woodworks. And, and if, if people like it, you know, they can purchase. And uh, You're mostly selling it on uh, Facebook Marketplace. On Facebook, or like yeah, Marketplace and word of mouth. Right. Yeah. So I, it's a lot of local but, stuff. A lot of local stuff. Adirondack chairs, um, trellis, uh, mm-hmm. garden planters, uh, obelisks, which is basically a a huge tower for climbing climbing vines and right. plants. <clears throat> um, I've done uh, during October Halloween. I have uh, jack o' lanterns, wooden jack o' lanterns, okay. with lights. Uh, and during, during Christmas season, I have Christmas trees. That, um, and they, they can, you guys can uh, follow me on my name, Leroy Heisen, just on Facebook, and I have all that stuff on there. Nice. If you want to see it. You must have quite a workshop. It's it's my garage. Okay. It's my garage. And Any cars in that garage? <laughs> there's no cars in the garage. And my wife's hearing it right now, smiling. I know because right now it's 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 it's, it's being uh, reworked. She's helping me out with organization and everything. So, uh, but it's it's been fun. It's been fun. Like, Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> Let's see. Anything else you'd like to promote or mention? Um, promote or mention? I, I just want to thank the Outer Banks uh, for welcoming welcoming me and my wife here. From the first time we, we stepped foot in this place, it's been a joy. Yeah. Um, I'll just give you one example, which shocked me. It's kind of silly, but it shocked me. Mm-hmm. I went to I think it was either Publix or Food Lion one of the stores and I had ordered some chicken tenders they weren't ready so the lady told me go go shopping go ahead and shop and I'll <clears throat> make sure you, you they get done so I'm thinking I'm gonna just walk around shop come back and get them the young lady found me yeah. in the store so she had to walk around different aisles looking for me right <laughs> and brought me my chicken tenders and I'm like this would not happen anywhere else. Right. You know, and everywhere I've been, because I'm fishing at night, I'm fishing all over the place, I'm just make, just loving life, and everyone has been so nice here. Yeah. The is. Southern hospitality, 
uh, quote, Southern hospitality thing is real. And right. um, I felt like, that shivers, man. <laughs> I, felt, I felt like this was, that I finally made it home. Wow. Even though I've lived in <clears throat> Maryland my whole life. Right. <clears throat> and when I got here, the values that I see in the people here yeah. are what I carry. And right. back to both my wife and I both carry in our hearts is, you know, love people. Yeah. Just love people. Love people. Love people. What, what else can you just love people? Right. And then everything else works out. And yeah. so that's that's what got me in um, in the nature. You know, God's yeah. creation is as yeah. Every just day just start walking around. That's what I try to tell <clears throat> myself. Just you're bored. Just start walking around. You'll see the most amazing stuff. You know? Yeah. And, every day. And you won't think so, in, until you start walking around. Open up your eyes and like, wow. Yeah. You don't. And, and you. It never gets. It, I know it's not going to get old, but I've heard it from other people that have been here for a while. It never gets old. Right. You know, the sun sets. It never gets old. Walking on the beach, it never gets old. Yeah. Just sitting and listening to the waves, it never gets old. <laughs> a friend of mine went out. I'm sorry. A friend of mine went out. We were we were down in Hatteras, um, and she she found a large structure in the sand. She took it out. It was a walrus. Prehistoric walrus head. Wow. With the tusk in it. Wow. It, I don't know if it was petrified or what, but it was like a piece yeah. of. And, and it just, just by the way, if if any of you find something on the beach, if it is black, like black, black, that means it's starting to petrify. That's how old it is. If it's if it's white, it's probably semi-recent. But I have found some bones and stuff like that on the ocean and I bring back and my friends from East Carolina told me that that's what it means okay if you find black bones they, they were starting to petrify wow that's old there and, and it's, it's just amazing every 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 day man it's, it's amazing <laughs> every day right can, can I, so you know, we, we pretty much grew up in the same area and I can say you know when I moved here and, and you know for years there was kind of this uh, when I was you know out and about in public meeting strangers, there was kind of this, uh, what's the word? Um, wariness. I was, mm. because I was, grew up in, around DC, I was wary around strangers who offered me free things. Because in my mind, nothing's free, you know? And these people would say, here, have this. And I would be, I would be on, on the defense. I'm like, why would you want to give me that? You know, I don't need, I barely even know you. Exactly. And then I realized it's Southern hospitality. Exactly. And it's like, They'll give you something, and they, they might, there's a good chance they don't want anything reciprocal. Exactly. But you know what? You might pay it forward to the next person, and it just mm -hmm. keeps going around. It you does, know? it does. And it took me a long time <laughs> to appreciate the people for that, you yeah, know, because yeah. I, couldn't, I couldn't get away from it, you know? Um, so, you know, I was thinking about something this morning is, if I moved to D.C. right now, is it would be a blip, you know? I would be a blip in that gigantic universe of the beltway you know but you moving to the outer banks right now it's like a 10-foot wave you know it's like it's like all this stuff Leroy's creating all this stuff and making all these acquaintances and friends and, and just adding so much more to the community that we got here it's it's really cool from a guy who's been here almost 25 years it's really cool to see you just come in and just just you know just 
be a force of nature, so to speak, in a gentle way, you know, just like, mm. hey, my name's Leroy, you know, I got a lot of good stuff to bring to the table, and, yeah. and this yeah. is, uh, and, and, and I'm good with it. You know? yeah. I love it, love it. So if you guys see me on the pier, on the docks, and on the beach, on the surf, That's right. please say hello. What, what's your, I know you go to a lot of the piers, do you have a favorite pier? Um, I, I really like the Avalon Pier, yep. and it's probably because that's the first pier that we came to. Yeah, my wife and I both like familiarity. it. It's, it's a it's familiar, and the people are just real down to earth. Um, you know, you catch you catch a lot of fish there. I think you can catch more fish at the piers that are more uh, that are more southward. You know, towards the south. Yeah. Um, I guess Nags Head, Jeanette's, and Outer Banks Pier. Those piers you might catch more fish there. Um, but I just like the atmosphere at the Avalon Pier. Yeah. I met a lot of people there and the kids there. And uh, I had a lot of good memories already at yeah. that pier. So that's that's my pier, Avalon. <laughs> Come on. Nice. And uh, surf fishing about the same somewhere oh, around there as well? Or, surf know, yeah, you're exploring all over the place. Yeah, so my first year I spent most of the surf fishing near the Avalon Pier, Kitty Hawk, Nags Head. Yeah. And just recently, I've, I've ventured down uh, to um, Avon Buxton yeah. area, and I'm still learning how to read the beach. And yeah. that's my goal this year is to is to really focus on how to read the beach and catch fish, you know, and know I know where the fish are because I, I can see where the cuts are, the smooths yeah. are, um, where the, how the tide's moving out. Um, so my thing is is, is learning that. And then to be able to share that with other people mm-hmm. so they can catch fish. Because the worst thing is to go out, you want to catch fish, but you just never catch fish. Yeah. And so it doesn't have to be that way. So that's, that's, that's my goal is to be able to continue to educate, teach, and learn um, as I go and just do it. Yeah. Yes, sir. I'll add this, uh, my experience. I'm a very mediocre fisherman. I, I just fish when I feel like it. Um, but I tell you what, uh, when you come down here in the fall, you could be a nobody. You could be, you could throw a, an empty hook out there and you'll, you know, I've, I've stood on the ocean on the beach and just pulled in fish after fish in the mm. fall because they are just everywhere. Yeah, yeah. So I uh, highly recommend uh, if, if you're interested in catching fish down here, the fall's uh, kind of the amateur hour for us. <laughs> come on down. Well, Leroy, the name of the show is Treasures of the Outer Banks. I know you're new to the area, but you're definitely a treasure. We appreciate you you. being here. We appreciate you sharing all your knowledge and your personality and friendship. It's been great. Thank you. Um, Tell me one more time where people can find you online. You can find me online. Facebook, my name, Leroy Hyson, H-Y-S-O-N, rounds with Tyson. (laughs) Um, Facebook group, OBX Surf and Sound Fishing. Um, My YouTube channel is the same name, OBX Surf and Sound Fishing. And um, you can just message me. <laughs> Let's go. If we have any questions, we know where to go. Leroy, thanks for your time. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode with Leroy Heisen. I hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to check out treasuresoftheouterbanks.com and sign up for my weekly emails. My Friday email is called Ready for the Outer Banks Weekend, where I share local news, insights, and things to do on the Outer Banks. Until next time, make it a good one.